Hello and welcome to the Dope Academy podcast. I am your host, Mona Brown, and I have a real great episode um, planned for you guys today. This is part two in the This Is America series. Um, which camera am I looking at? That one. Okay, look. Don't even start. No, look, y'all. Don't make, don't make fun of me in the comments, but I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to look at. But anyways, so this is part two in the This, Ameri- this Is America um, series. The first episode we did um, dealing with race had guest star um, Eddie Banks on, and today I have three more girls, and we're going to talk about allies and what makes a good ally and what isn't a good ally and... Um, some things I've observed this year during um, protests that's a little different as far as allies go. So I think we're seeing some changes. Um, and also just their experiences, okay? We um, do have a call-in line. You can call in to 202-670-3535. Um, not to holler at me, okay? <laughs> and not to holler at them, but to talk and share experiences or ask questions and all that stuff. Because I had to say that because I know how thirsty people be sometimes, you know. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so um, if you guys didn't catch the first episode of um, This is America, we basically went over the series of events that happened here in Fredericksburg May 31st through June 2nd. Um, all of us went protesting did not know each other. Um, most people did not know each other, and um, it was a peaceful protest until the Fredericksburg Police Department came and tear gassed us, and then they followed it up with a little bit of love from rubber bullets um, later on that night, and then throughout the, the course of a couple of days. So these three ladies I have with me and Eddie Banks, who was on the other uh, podcast along with a lot of others, they took it upon themselves to pretty much start a movement here and protested for days and 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 days straight and they still are going and it's really really dope and they're my little heroes so I want you guys to meet them as well okay so we have Lala which do you want your real name no okay Miss Black no she was just named Miss Black we have Kaylee and we have Caroline so, <laughs> they're a little shy. It's their first time um, on the podcast, but they're going to loosen up in just a second. Don't worry. So, basically, um, before we get into, like, the meat of everything, I just want to talk to everybody, and I want to ask each of you this one question, and I want you to just give me a little reason why you decided to start protesting this year. Had you ever protested before, and why did you start this year? What prompted you? Starting with La. Um, I started protesting when I was 12, but I stopped because I was like 12. I was like, I don't know what's going on. But because <laughs> I was like 12, because I was like 12, I don't know what's going on. But um, I started up this year because I was just like, hey, it's a community. But no, um, talk closer to the mic. Hi. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, it's just, it was a lot of community coming together for a good movement. And I was just like, hey, let's all join together. And so that happened. We're still fighting and Black Lives Matter. And it's like, it's a statement. So I feel like if you don't agree with the statement, then sleep. I don't know. (laughs) Period. So you feel, you you were prompted because you wanted to be involved in something that was... um, community driven and you were prompted to do something for your community locally and as a whole yes correct okay what's up roberta what's up ray hey kevin hey ja hey ty thank you all for tuning in and caroline for me um so i had never protested before i have always been very passionate about activism and social justice um and then whenever this happened i had social media and everything, so I knew that there was stuff going on downtown, and I went straight to Richmond right away because I knew that it would happen there. Yeah, I didn't expect Fredericksburg to have such a large amount of people coming together, so I went straight to the cities, and then I was like posting on all of my social medias, like, "Hey, 
like, here's some stuff in Richmond, like, let's go. And then someone contacted me and was like, hey, we're doing stuff in Fredericksburg. And I was like, what? So then I started pulling up to Fredericksburg. And, yeah, that's how it all happened for me. All started. You have a great speaking voice. Thank Caroline. you. Thank you. <laughs> All that yelling on, yeah. <laughs> during the protest. That's what's happened. For anybody who is on my watch party, um, if you can, um, go to the Facebook page for Adult Academy Podcast because we'll be able to see your comments a lot more readily um, available and fast and all that good stuff. So uh, you don't have to, but if you want me to like shout you out and, like, you know, acknowledge a question or something, then please go there. Again, the call-in number is 202-670-3535. And Kaylee, mm -hmm. what got you involved? So I never really protested either, but same as Caroline, I've always been really passionate about, like, human rights in general and activism. And honestly, the reason I was able to really go out this year is because now I'm 20. So it's hard to do that when you're, like, 17 16 especially mm -hmm. with a household that doesn't agree with a lot of things that you agree with so it like physically it was the first year I was able to and also I wasn't here like May 31st through June 2nd I was out of town mm -hmm. and I was like that's happening at like where I live that's my home that's their home mm -hmm. and that's not okay so when I came back I was like I'm not gonna just sit here and like just watch dope so. <laughs> So before we um, go any further, I want to acknowledge a couple of people. Hey, Espada, Espada, Espada. I see you in the comments. What's up, Joe? Um, what is Joe talking about? Hold on. She said, you know. Let me get that number again. What you smoking? It's 202-670-3535. Whenever anybody wants to call in. Um... Jane Doe said, I was surprised to see Fredericksburg react as well. Oh, that's Jax. Okay. What's up, Jack? You said it's difficult when you have a family at home who may not be as supportive. And mm -hmm. um, despite what people may think, that has not just happened to those who are white. That has not just happened to those who are Latino. That does not just happen to anybody else besides black people. It also happens to black people. Um, sometimes out of fear, because the family does not want you to call attention to yourself because we aren't treated fairly in the justice system. And we, of course, we know what can happen. Um, but also sometimes people are just twisted and they have, they, oh, okay. We have a phone call. Never mind. <laughs> Who's coming in? Hello. Thank you for calling the Dope Dichotomy podcast. Hey, this is Eddie. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> Girl. I know you I, I do have a question before y'all get too deep. Okay. What's your question? Since starting the protest, what have you all learned? And then I'm going to hang up so that way I can watch. Okay. <laughs> all right. So her question was, since starting the protest, what have you all learned? What's, what's something that each of you have learned? Starting with Kaylee, because Lala's over here shaking her head. One thing I've learned is that, like, uh, right. that community is important, especially when you're trying to make a change. I think that's the main thing. Community is very important. And if you're not involved in your community, I highly suggest you do so. Um, there's <laughs> okay, Caroline, what have you learned? I also, that, that was a good point. I didn't think about that, but I also became a lot more aware of community because growing up, like it was never really a thing mm -hmm. for me until I started protesting and it was like, oh dang, we need all of us together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think for me, one of the biggest things was like learning all the different realms of how to be an ally for me, um, because before it was very much like a like talking kind of ally I was. Mm -hmm. That wasn't English, but like it was very much more like behind the scenes, mm -hmm. like growing up um, and then to be thrown like a movement just uh, erupting here and me being in it 
like I learned so much more like all the different aspects of being an ally just kind of was like well you got to do it and you are a great ally and we're going to touch on that I'm going to talk about some things and all my my black folks out there who do not protest y'all probably going to be a little surprised about some of the things that I say because until you see it with your own eyes you're like what what but I'm about to put you on the game in a minute. Cause we'll, so we do have some people out here fighting a good fight who are doing it in a genuine way and not trying to take over the conversation, which has been a problem in the past. And then La, what have you learned? <laughs> Sweet. Um, it's also about the community thing. Like, everybody... You had some? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I never saw, like different people come together as much as different people have come together for this movement. It's beautiful. And, like, you just learn how to grow. Like, I've grown a lot with this movement, education-wise, mostly. But, (laughs) like, I've grown a lot. Like, I learned, and, yeah. Okay. Um, so another thing is we can look at each other. I'm just letting y'all know. Oh, I know. So even if you're talking, you can, like, look over, like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Just to make it a little natural. So, um, that was a great question, Eddie, by the way. Um. Love you. (laughs) Right. Love you. So, if you don't know what an ally is, let me read you something that I found that kind of describes it very well. So, like a social justice ally is defined as such. A person of one social identity group who stands up and support members of another group. Typically a member of a dominant group standing beside members of a group being discriminated against or treated unjustly regardless of our identity. Benefit or benefit when any of us take steps towards eliminating prejudice and discrimination in our society. We all benefit from our collective efforts to create a better educated and more understanding world world that treats each of us with dignity, respect, and equality. Being an ally is more than being sympathetic. This is very important. Being an ally is more than being sympathetic towards those who experience discrimination. It is more than simply believing in equality. Being an ally means being willing to act with and for others in pursuit of ending oppression and creating equality. That is the key, in my opinion, to what really makes a good ally. This is my opinion because I think some people don't get that part. They, they think that they're just supposed to talk you know, like here and there. They don't understand that they're supposed to act or feeling sorry about a situation does nothing. It does nothing. I don't care if you're black, white, whatever. Feeling If you see a child being abused in the street and you look over and you go, oh, that's so sad. But you get in your car and you roll, you roll away, what are you doing for the kid? Nothing. But if you act on it, if it's a kid, you know what I'm saying, you might run, run down on a person. I don't know. But... <laughs> But if you act on it, you're going to stop that action, right? So there needs to be active um, participation from allies. And it's very important because we can't do it all alone. No one can. Um, And whether that's you're being an ally for um, black people, people of color, um, LGBTQI, (laughs) because I think they just added another letter, Um, whatever, whatever the cause is, you have to be active. You can't just sympathize because it does nothing. Okay. So <clears throat> I want to talk a lot about um, white allies because it's a conversation that does not get spoke about a lot in my community. And I feel like, do you feel like that gets spoke? Okay. You're, you're around everybody who's protesting. But outside of that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. It doesn't get talked about a lot and a lot of times the assumption is that um there are no true allies and it's tricky because we do have paid agitators and everybody else that comes in it's hard to know who's who or whatever but we're going to try to make it clear because there is a way to tell who's really about that life and who's just there for sometimes people look y'all there are people who go to protest for clout i'm trying Mm -hmm. to tell you It's, Mm -hmm. it's a whole different ball game um they go for clout, they go, and not just white people, like all kinds of people. They they only get involved so that they can be prompted up. Um, 
Sometimes they'll get involved because they know you're an activist and they're trying to holler at you. So they go in the inbox, like, I really like what you're doing out there. And, da, 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 da. and then you find out that they really don't care anything about movement at all. They just really trying to pick up on a girl who is a protester <laughs> or, or a guy who's a protester. I guess the guys get it too. I don't know, fellas, let me know. Do y'all get that from the girls too? It's very weird. Though. I'm like, you know, how, you know how people like hop in your inbox and you, but I'm not, this is different. It's been really, this year has been a lot of, I like what you're doing out there, queen. <laughs> not like, the. I like what you're doing the out there, queen. The, yeah, I like what you're doing like out there, queen. Doing oh, which, is, which is cool, but can you take me to a protest one day? I'm like, sure, but you live three states away, so go ahead and find one right. in your area. Like, it's like, do you really? Want They're to fighting in North Carolina. They're fighting there too. You know, not the North Carolina. I mean, I girl, it. it's crazy, craziness. The specifics of that story. What's up, Charles? What's up, Shanice? <laughs> Charles is one of my favorite allies as well. I love Charles. Hopefully he'll call in in a little bit. Yes, so call in Charles. what I have witnessed um, <laughs> as far as allyship goes, um, I've been protesting since I was 14. I've talked about that before. But this year I've seen some things that are different, which really warms my heart. I've seen passion from the youth like I've never seen before. And I've also seen a difference in allies. So in protests past, I can even show you pictures and videos there have always been uh, white people and different people of different colors there. Usually they're older, though. They were, like, older people. Like, like you could tell. They are like Bernie Sanders people. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hippies that were always about that life, right? But more and more, I'm seeing younger people who aren't um, people of color there. And I'm seeing things that are different. So I'm seeing, and I have seen with this lady right here... <laughs> Them talk about a white wall. Yes. Okay. Let's talk thing. about it. Uh, that is her favorite uh, thing. I was in shock. So we were, this is the first time I think I heard you say that was when we went to the police station. We went back to the police station. Mm -hmm. So we were leaving the police station and there was some weird stuff going on and people, there's always like weirdos and, you know, they, people come strapped, whatever. She she was like, everybody stay together. She was like giving all the calls out. And then she was like, and create a white wall and put her put her hands out like this. And I was like, what the hell is going yeah. on? <laughs> is this a little white girl saying create a white wall? Oh, this just warms my heart. It just, it, it was, it, it, I'm joking, but it was beautiful, right? So what they do, knowing that we are more likely to get um, hurt, they will create a wall to be a barrier. Now, don't get it twisted. They get hurt, too. You know, sometimes the, the police don't care, and they're just whatever. But that does, that's a step. That's a big step that people are actually taking action. Like, nah, I'm about it, and if I'm riding for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really riding for you. So that's important. I want to thank mm -hmm. you on behalf of me and everyone who appreciates allies as well. Um, what I wanted to go back to real quick, though, is the family thing before we get into how you decided to be an ally the way that you are. So, Kaylee, earlier you were talked about how sometimes families don't support um, that. Have any of you experienced that as far as you're trying to do something that's for the good of humanity, that you believe in your heart, and you have maybe family or friends who do not support you, especially because there's been so much coverage of this like these girls are on the paper they're 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 known at this point so families are definitely hearing what's going on um there's a lot of false narratives because they say that we're rioting and looting and there has never been none of that ever but if you're at home you may believe it so have either of you i mean have any of you ever experienced that from your families mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm. I think most people in the movement, as unfortunate as it is, have. And, like, personally, like, pretty much my whole family is very much, like, conservative. And not that it's a political issue, but, like, it has become one, which mm -hmm. is sad, but it has. So they see it as, like, oh, no, they're destroying the city and they don't like police and yada, 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 yada. And, like, one thing I've heard a lot from my family is that, like, this movement is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know if it's a fear thing, which from some of them I think it is, and from some of them I think it's just blatant, like, 
racism. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, that's just one thing that I've heard consistently from the beginning of the summer till now is that this fight is bigger than you. You can't do anything about it. You're just going to get yourself in trouble and ruin your future and yada, yada, yada. So it's not – it's definitely been hard, especially over the summer. This is a really long summer. It's a really hard summer. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that's all I really want to say about my Well, thank you for fighting a good fight despite that because they're wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Doing nothing makes nothing happen. Yeah. But doing something, the more that people do something, the more things happen. And there are numerous instances in history. It's just that when it gets hard and it looks like changes aren't happening, then people give up. But we don't give up. We're not those type of people. So, did you have something to say? Um, look. (laughs) Black families is like that, too. Like, Mm -hmm. hard. My dad was like, Oh, you're not making any change, da 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 da. I'm like, we are because we're continuing to fight. Like, we're gonna we're gonna make change, and it just it makes me mad because people are like, you're not making change. I'm like, you're not making change. You're not standing up. You're not fighting against what we're fighting against. You're just staying silent, and staying silent is the issue. So, <laughs> yup. So as far as that goes, um, people are going to always tell you that. People tell me that to mm-hmm. this day, like, you know, but you do see small changes happen. It's not going to happen um, all at once because it did not happen all at once. Yeah. This is hundreds and hundreds of years. This is white supremacy is ingrained in this country. It was built on it. So if you're trying to dismantle something to make things equitable and equal for everybody it's going to take time but you never know what thing can spark a change for instance we've been marching we've been protesting we've been crying out for black lives for many years um we've had uprisings things like that but it didn't seem like the world really paid attention until george floyd Mm -hmm. because of corona and everybody was home so something that was so awful was used to bring attention to something. Um, Another change. So, you know, look at the civil rights movement and how much they were fighting. I mean, and they were fighting. And they was about that. They they said they were going to walk to work. Mm -hmm. Try to get somebody to walk to work now. Like, they were about it. Like, really, really about it. But when Emmett Till, unfortunately, was murdered Mm -hmm. as a teenager when he was accused, falsely accused, of whistling at a white woman, and they did all that to his body, which is vile, instead of his mother deciding to have a closed casket, she said, no, I'm going to leave the casket open because I want them to see what they did to my son. And that moment propelled the civil rights movement. So you never know what small action may make something grow go forward. You never know. And I do see changes. Now, um, I know it's probably hard hearing me say that after the decision in the Breonna Taylor case, um, because basically they just told us that drywall is more important than me and law sleeping in a bed at night. Um, but I do believe all, all these things are happening for a reason and I'm being brought to our attention for a reason so that we can dismantle and destroy it. Um, <clears throat> so to the families out there who discourage these girls, the guys who are in the movement, um, me, anybody, um, I'm going to quote, Jesse Williams loosely. If you have nothing, if if you are not doing anything or being active in the betterment of black people and their fight for injustice, sit down. Don't Mm -hmm. say nothing then. Either you're going to be involved or don't. It's the same thing with people who don't vote, who want to yell about politics. If you're not going to do anything or be involved, then don't really add anything. Because we're, we're like tunnel vision, and we don't need all that noise. Mm-hmm. We just don't need it. So Eddie said, when you take the blinds off of reality, people can't look away. That is so true. And that's what happened, for mm-hmm. sure. So, Caroline, I want to pose this for you first. Um, only because you are the white person here. Okay. Okay. No, you I, don't got know if, it. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> Hi. So what has been 
your journey in becoming an ally because you and Charles, um, you, Charles, Joe, sup back. Um, you're the right kind of allies. I see you being active. I see you really walking that walk. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, you know, I mean, we all know there are people who want to say they are, but they really aren't, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So what made you get on the journey this way? Did you like learn along the way or what has shaped you into the Caroline we see today? So, hmm. So I've always been very like activist. I don't know why. It's just at in all. you. It's, it's just always it's been always in been there. Yep. And then when Ferguson happened, um, I started really educating myself because um, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, like I know," but like they're not sitting down. They're not. They're not dissecting like literature. They're not like reading figuring out all the like all the small things and listening like a lot of people don't listen Mm -hmm. and so I started doing a lot of that a lot of searching to see how I can be better a lot of searching to see how people can be better and how wrong the system is and really just diving into that and so I just kind of grew from there education that's the Mm -hmm. first key and there's so there's so many so many sources and so much out there Talking about this, from the biggest things to the smallest things, how it affects black people, you know, and it's just so important to do that research because if you don't know what you're talking about, then you're not going to be helpful at all. And if you really care, then you're going to want to be doing it. And the more you learn, the angrier you get and the more you're aware that you need to be helping, especially as someone who's white, mm-hmm. you need to be out there because, you know, like. They people it's, need protection. It's a human thing. Yeah, like it's a human it makes thing. no sense. Like the system, it needs everyone, and yeah. especially people with that power of privilege to be out there fighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what she said is correct, and it's very when you, I from everybody I know who is really who really has a heart for people and a heart for change and a heart for justice. It has always been there. It just develops throughout the years. Like, I was standing up for people on the school bus when I was little. Like, it's always been there. So you can't explain it. The other thing is we can't wrap our head around why other people don't want to get involved. That's It's a very hard, like, why would you, how can you go through life and see all this stuff happening and not want to do anything? Now, everybody doesn't have to go out and protest in the street. Mm-hmm. We want you to. But... There's other things you can do. You can go to council, city council meetings. You can write your um, politicians. You can get involved, you know, in all kinds of different ways. You can give back to your community. But there are so – there's too many people in America who do nothing but be sheep in a capitalist society. And do <laughs> only thing that they are concerned about is working so they can work hard, so they can retire and die. And what legacy are you leaving when you do that? I'd rather be a little poor and then my name be mentioned among people who fought for the good fight to bring about change for future generations. Because most times you think, i got to work to take care of my family. and my. But if your family is going to be victims of injustice later on, is it really worth it? Or should you, should you correct all the stuff that's going to harm all the children in the future? Um, but that's the heart that brews in an activist for sure. Um, so you got educated, mm-hmm. and then how did you navigate being a bad ally? When I say bad, mm-hmm. I mean the white people who try to talk over us, who try to tell us how we should feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen you. She she is so she will check herself. I'll be like, Nah, girl, it's okay. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Hold <laughs> <laughs> like, on. Like, check herself. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> she I is like, like on it. Else tell her. She's on it. She's like, I'm sorry. This is not my. I'm not going to say anything. I want you guys <laughs> to take the floor. And I'm like, No, it's okay. She's really good about not over, um, not over talking black voices or people of color's voices in situations where you know, the, uh, the conversation is happening. Um, she's actually somebody I wouldn't care about overtaking it cause she knows what she's talking about, <laughs> but because there are so many who do that's, I'm sure that's why you kind of mm-hmm. feel that way or whatever. But how did you start developing doing that? So 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good question because I, I haven't really thought about it. Um, I wonder if it came from the edu like educating yourself. For sure. I think it definitely did because, you know, and especially growing up in the household I did grow up in, it's like, why aren't you listening? Mm -hmm. And so listening is such a huge part of being an ally. And like, you just need to listen. Yes. You just need to sit down and listen because you don't know. You will never know. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. You will never understand. So you just need to listen and do what you can to amplify voices, not talk over, because that happens way too often. And this needs to be a space for black and brown voices to talk and to get justice. And white people and other allies need to be there to amplify voices, not to speak over and just listen. Like, listening is so important, and nobody does that. Nobody. And there's so many people, even within this movement, where I've been like, what are you saying? Like, because, like, like, white people will be like, um, I don't know if we should do that. I'm like, who are you? Like, mm -hmm. sit down. That's not down. for you to decide. If, you, if you're not trying to help the movement, mm -hmm. sit down I'm like, for mm -mm. sure. I'm like, either white wall or <laughs> sit down, sir, or you can leave. <laughs> Like, we don't need to so, Shanice, yes, you can submit a question there. Um, Jane said, I, I can see the anger and fire in Caroline's eyes every time <laughs> I see her in the street. She is about it. She is about it, Thank for real. Um, Shanice, yeah, you can put a question on here. She said, Caroline is such a badass. I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Joe, um, actually, you can go ahead and call and right now. Um, that's fine. Um one of my favorite signs I see from allies when I protest is, it's so simple, but it's so true. It's like, it, it's what she said. It says, I will never understand, but I will stand. Mm -hmm. That's all we're asking. That's, that's really it. Like, like okay, um, let's say I'm marching uh, for justice in a situation where a transgender was murdered, right? I'm not transgender, so I will never understand that, but I will stand. You understand? It's, it's so simple. I don't, I just don't even, mm -hmm. it's not rocket science at all. Like, it's just human condition and wanting humans to be treated correctly. So, Kaylee, mm -hmm. you are obviously not white, but your, your family is white. Okay. So you identify as... <laughs> You said sleep. Oh, <laughs> she said, um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, do you identify as? Oh, we'll, we'll get back to that. Okay. Hello. Thank you for calling the Dope Academy podcast. Yo, ladies, it's Joe. Beck, hey. hey. Whatever you want to call me. Beck Joe. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Watching you lovely ladies. Thank you for watching. So you are um, also a... <laughs> Shanice said sleep. <laughs> you are also a ally that I wanted to get a perspective from. Because you do be out there. Sure. You're about that, for sure. Um, what made you want to join in the movement? And what keeps you grounded in being an ally that's actually um, productive in the movement? Um, well... Basically, I was one of those silent allies prior to this year. I mean, not that silent, but, mm -hmm. um, like, I've always spoke up to family. That's where it started for me it was when I was young. Like, I started at, like, 11 years old correcting family on shit. And um, so, but after Memorial Day and um, George Floyd, that obviously set off a lot of people. Um, and that's when I was ignited mostly this year, you know. Um, I, I've witnessed it forever as long as I can remember. And, you know, I guess it was just finally like, I'm, I'm done. I'm sick of this. I need to go out and scream about it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and what have you learned while being more active this year? Um, I've learned a lot. And actually since being out protesting in Fredericksburg, I've learned a lot about the black history in Fredericksburg that I don't think people know about. Yes. There's a lot of um, black history here. Yeah. Like Liberty town or Liberty street. I'm not sure which one, but I didn't know about that until this year when I went to a protest and Eddie was talking about it. Like, mm -hmm. and I, I was 
embarrassed and ashamed that I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I've learned that I, I've also learned how to be a, a good ally. You know, like you said, not not overpowering the conversation because the person that I am does like to talk. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I've learned when to when to stay silent and and when I need to speak up. And like Caroline talks about, when you need to become that white wall. You know what I'm saying? Well, we appreciate your efforts for sure. And I will see you soon. We'll see you out there soon. Yes, Thank I you. love you guys. Love you too. Thank you for calling love in. You. Love you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Charles, if you're still watching, I definitely would love for you to call in so we can get your perspective. Charles sleepy. <laughs> Is he? I forgot to say it. Sorry, Charles. Well, you. if you're sleepy, that's fine because he definitely is... Um, very active so yes. it's okay mm-hmm. and one day one yes. day we'll get him on here charles is um an ally a protector just angel. great great <laughs> an angel um so i would love to get his perspective but if he's sleeping or sleepy he right said now, i'm here what do i call okay you uh, gotta call uh 202 670 and what I was saying to you earlier, I'm sorry. Do you identify as white? I've never asked oh, you this. That's what, no. Because when I said you're not white, I was like, oh, did I offend her when she said, when you, like your face went like this? Oh, my God, no. No. I meant, I meant what? <laughs> so when I said identify, I didn't mean sexually. I meant I what said, race do you identify her. with? <laughs> she heard. Her. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it. I was, like, I was like, she probably thinks I'm talking about something else. What race do you identify with? Uh, Guatemalan. Okay. So... You are Latina. Okay. Yeah. Consider Latina. Okay. <laughs>
at a certain point is like knowing where you're actually capable of doing something mm-hmm. and then doing that to the fullest instead of trying to spread yourself thin and do things you're not able to do do what you can do well and allow that to help everybody around you that's a jewel so, i love that that's so true i mean like if you focus on something that you're really good at you can get so much further than trying to spread yourself thin through a bunch of things you're never going to do half as good very very true very true and not we we love you of course (laughs) you're definitely about it what um have you experienced any backlash from people um with you being involved in the movement i mean like it's from people around me it's still i mean people do not understand what I'm doing a lot of the times um, or why I would continue doing it after hearing things that happened to me while I've been at protests. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, most of like any aggression has come from just general public that aren't informed about what's actually happening. Exactly. There's a lot of uninformed people out there. Yeah, I mean, if anybody, if you go walk around, Fred, and you come upon on a protest, you're going to see what is actually happening very quickly. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing for me is people who openly try to intimidate people for protesting. Yes. And try to prey on people weaker than them just because they think that's the right way to do things. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. Go ahead and get some rest. I heard you're a little sleepy. Love we love you. you. It's been a long day. I love all you guys. Oh, love you, Charles. Have a good night. You too. Good night. Right. So, good night. Bye. What he was saying is true, though, um, because yeah. you, there's, this, there's this false narrative that it goes on all throughout the country, but it's, it's definitely here in Fredericksburg. And there's comments of, oh, they're violent and they're rioting and they're looters and the crown jewelers hired private security for one of our marches. And I just walked by like, y'all know ain't nothing going to happen, right? Like, what are you doing? Um, but if you come out, you'll see it's not us. But there are men strapped with AKs hiding in alleys. And then some of them are hiding. They're just standing out there with body armor. You'll see that. It is not the protesters. It is the people who think they're coming to protect something and are just waiting to fight. It is the stand down and stand by people. Yeah. Okay? Let's just keep it real. Skinheads, all kinds of people. Skinheads. <laughs> I'm just saying. Period. Said, show me yep. the looting, baby. Period. Mm-hmm. Where? Show me the looting. Oh, where where was it? We'd like to see it. <laughs> Because I like some new sneaker. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> we don't do that at all. That's why like, it's like a joke. It's like mm-hmm. a joke. Literally. Another joke, <clears throat> which I want to talk about. <laughs> another joke. Let me, let, me get, let me get comfortable for a minute. Um, another joke is I will call somebody Antifa in a minute um, because we are called Antifa. A lot. Antifa, Antifa, whatever. I don't got no connection to none of them. We don't. I don't even think they really exist. They don't. Let me tell you something. Everybody's like, well, how can Trump be racist when he just he's saying he's going to declare the KKK uh, hate group in Antifa? Let me tell you about the okie doke and what happens. So if you declare the KKK in 2020, should have already been done, a hate group while simultaneously declaring Antifa a hate group, but you're not really investigating the KKK, you can take all the protesters who are protesting the very things that the KKK stands for and say that they are a hate group. That's what that is. So please do not be deceived. We are not Antifa. We don't know. I have never talked to George Soros in my life. I have never (laughs) attended any type of Antifa party, anything. I chill. I go to work. I pay taxes. That's what I do. That's what everybody does. Like, it's not what you see on the news. So please, please, please understand that. And please understand the the little coded language and the, and the weird stuff that's going on with that. But that, that whole thing he's trying to do is really about stopping protesters from talking. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is because they call us that <laughs> all the time. Yeah, so, it's, so Yeah, so it's going to be easy to, to put it in there, you know? Right. 
So before we close out this portion, La, I want you to give your perspective of what is a good ally and mm-hmm. what you have learned from allies over this um the summer. Um, so before like this summer, I didn't really like believe allies were a thing. Especially like in the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Because some people would just show up <clears throat> and take pictures and be like, Oh, I'm here. And not like like you said, like put action into it. Mm-hmm. But um this summer, like Caroline, Charles, the Eastmans, Jags, <laughs> mm-hmm. like all of our allies, they've shown me that they're more they're ready to listen and <clears throat> to help than to start other issues than like other people would do but we're not gonna talk about that um <laughs> but the shade but. <laughs> not me <laughs> but yeah um allies to me is like yeah listening and listening and trying to understand what other people go through even if they can't experience it. And I appreciate you guys. Look, let me tears up. <laughs> I appreciate you guys so much because it's a lot of people out here who just like to pretend. And you guys showed me that people don't pretend. That, like, Caroline, this white wall. <laughs> I was like, white wall? And those fists go out. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. I was like, Oh, she's ready to stand. Yes, up. right? <laughs> I was like, why is no one doing yep. this? I was like, white wall, what are y'all doing? I'm like, she is bowing. Seriously. It. I'm like, y'all are in the middle? Get to the outsides. Yeah, what right. do you mean? She was like, why is there a crowd of white people in the middle? I was like, yeah, she makes talk the about she it. makes the white people come to the front. Yep. <laughs> like right to the what? Front. What? <laughs> so and like, we're like joking, mm-hmm. but it's really dope. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it is. Like it really happens, guys. Yeah, like, it really you gotta be out there to see it because it's something to watch. And then a lot of people are like, oh, that's my cue to leave. Yes. I'm like, okay then. Yes, like, and that's, that's what good I hate. You can clear them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know which ones are just yeah. them people. But um, Crystal Parker just said, hi, Kaylee. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she's like, hi. I know her voice is so cute. <laughs> hey, stand by people. Uh, Jane... Jack said, all those white boys are soft pillows. I rolled up on them and put them all on hush mode. I think I came by when you were when they were in the alley by Natural Mystics. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Look, Jack's she said. She said, yes, I remember hearing on the megaphone, if you're white, get to the front now. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I said, you want the megaphone? I said, mm-hmm. and, and, you, and my face was like in a movie. I was going, oh, snap. <laughs> like, for real, but for a month, for but but then it then it was like warm, like mm-hmm. oh shit, like, like they about to stand. No, in yeah, like like this side. is this is what this is the type of white ally I've been looking for, yes. and they're starting to really show up. So we're we're gaining movement. People are paying attention. Cry. You can cry. It's okay. I, oh, girl. Don't make me ugly cry though. Don't make me ugly cry though. But it it really like as a person of color who has been around a little longer than them um (laughs) you know i've seen a lot and i have um definitely met white people who are um not racist and you know i'm saying want to want good for people but but meeting ones that actually are willing to take steps and do work when they're used to a certain way of life, it's very difficult because it's hard to get black people to do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Really. I mean, <laughs> for real. It's hard to get, even get black people who this is really directly affecting more so. So I I understand sometimes where they're like, well, it's not really affecting me or I don't think about it or whatever, but there is a change happening and it's mm-hmm. dope. So if you know someone in your life, if you're a person of color, you know someone in your life who is a true ally, who is really, really out there, um, standing up for the good fight and educating themselves and not trying to tell you what to do in a situation and how to feel in a situation, but are they just there to act and protect and um, bring about change, please honor those people because mm-hmm. the world will have you think that we're in this alone and we're not. 
We're not. There's old people, young people, babies, white people, Latinos, Asian, gay, straight, bi, trans. Everyone is out there about it. And we have another phone call coming through right now. Thank you for calling the Dope Academy podcast. Who am I speaking with? What up? It's Jack. Hey! <laughs> this is another ally here. How are you? <laughs> Good. Jax, I'm glad you called in. Can you talk about the experience when we did uh, Back the Berg and all the guys showed up with the guns and everything to protect the city. Um, and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that was, I think you rolled up on them over there by Natural Mystics, right? Yeah. Okay. What was, what was the conversation like? Cause they um, said, they said hello so to I, me and I said hello, but I didn't hear the conversation. I rolled by um, Monahan at first. Monahan the cop was sitting, just kind of like guarding them, watching them. Mm-hmm. So I let him know, because he saw me roll by, I'm not going to say anything to these men at all. I'm not out here to instigate. So as soon as I did, and this was my whole point, I knew <laughs> you put the bait out there, they're going to go for it. Yeah. So as soon as I roll by, it's, you know, a woman by herself, nobody with her. Um, and they just start the immediate misogyny. Like, the video has, like, everything that they said, but it was just pure catcalling um, and just being super sexist. So that is nothing new. And it didn't really scare me. One, um, the cops were sitting right there, but whether they were there or not, and they ended up leaving, and Monaghan let me know, like, hey, we're leaving. If you're going to stay, we're rolling out. And I stayed... And it was funny because they thought I was going to leave when the cops left. So they were like, bye, see you later. They were like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I think me and um, me and Shanice was around there because I remember him saying bye, yeah. Felicia, at one point. And I'm like, you, you, you hate us, but you're using our colloquialisms. <laughs> right. like, you know, yeah, guess, like, <laughs> it's crazy. are the blueprint, and they don't even realize where they're getting their lingo from. It's, and that's it's why crazy. I laugh. Like, everything is laughable. <laughs> oh um, God! And so Jax do be laughing. From, yeah, Jax be geek. Yeah, it's insane. it went from the the sexist comments, and there was one. And I'm not saying this to give credit to any back to blue person mm-hmm. at all, but there was one man who I could tell uh, that was not on his agenda. He like, and he kind of stepped in when he heard all the sexist comments and tried to pull the conversation towards himself. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, everybody else fell back. So once I realized that he might actually have something calm and intelligent to say, even if, you know, I or, uh, you know, anybody else at the movement agreed with it, at least we could have some sort of calm conversation to prove, like, we're not out here looting and rioting and setting anything on fire. And y'all aren't out here about to shoot anybody. You're not about to do You put it away. So that tells me that you're brandishing. You're not even defending. You're just out here to brandish and like feel intimidate. Better they so, come. Yeah. They come to intimidate. And who are they scaring? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And when I let them know, you know, like those those flyers that triggered you, those aren't even the official flyers. He was like, oh, oh my god. So I'm out here for nothing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I came out here for nothing. That's just right. Let me go get my And drone. I let them know, like, if we wanted to burn this city down, this city would be burned down. Mm-hmm. Already. Let's, Let's talk like, about it. Already. So, it would have already happened. We like, what are you talking about? We're not burn anything down. We're here to make this city safe. We're here to make sure that black people can live safely, feel safe, and not just be... I mean, a lot of people are like, Fredericksburg police, they're not that bad. Fredericksburg isn't doing that. But I'm going to tell you what, all it takes is one person. Kenosha, Wisconsin, they were never like that before. Mm -hmm. Um, Ferguson, they were never like that before. All these cities that are now on the map, we never heard of them until... Well, they were like that. (laughs) They were like that. They, it just wasn't national, and, it, and something hadn't happened to make it national, but they were like that, especially Ferguson. That's why all the activists there are dead now. Yeah. And yeah, they've been and suicides. I've read a lot about that. Too. Yeah. It's, I know yeah. people who live there. But it's, it's like they they were like that. One, the Fredericksburg Police Department definitely has explosions waiting to happen on their force. And mm-hmm. all it takes is one of them. And I'm not going to sit around and make them feel like this is a city where you will get away with that. Mm-hmm. We will see you and we will hold you accountable. Period. For it. Yeah. I don't care Period. Letters I have to write. How many 
phone calls I have to make. I don't care how many police officers know my name and face and address. Mm-hmm. You will not kill somebody in this city and get away mm-hmm. with it, period. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. We appreciate it. And we thank love you for you. everything that you do, okay? Yes. Keep it up, Queen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay, so we're, we're about to close out, but I want to do a little word association game real quick. <laughs> if you guys um, if you guys are familiar with uh, this, the game, I, I'm going to say a word, and I want them to say the first thing that comes to their mind. It doesn't have to be one word. You can just do a statement or one word, okay? Mm-hmm. First word, Karen. Back the blue. Me, my turn. Mm-hmm. Getting hit by cars in the crosswalk. Talk about it. I was also gonna say back the blue. Okay. Justice. Peace. Oh, Fred- mine was also no justice, no peace. Yeah. Frederick's right free. Period. Say it. Fred fifty. Oh, free them. Unconstitutional <laughs> slash Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was our first big like, yes. success. Yes. So I just feel good. Like when yeah. you hear I it. didn't yes. think it. I was just like, oh yeah. Like because yeah. we were all like, yes. yeah. Revolution. You can't stop the revolution. You can't stop the revolution. <laughs> will not be televised. There yeah. It will not. It's live. It's yeah. live. So I want to thank all three of you for coming today. And coming on the Dope Academy podcast, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Um, <clears throat> it's not a secret no more. No, no, no. This is a secret. Okay, online. Well, it's not a secret if <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not a secret. You're if gonna you... let just three of us the whole Don't tell nobody. It's a secret if you haven't been watching my podcast from the very beginning, season one. Caroline is the first ever white guest I have ever had on this podcast. Because I'm very strategic. Because this is dope. (laughs) (laughs) Dope. I'm strategic because this is a hip-hop-based podcast, but it's also a podcast that I want to make sure I focus on all things black issues, black topics. Now, they can apply to many people, but that. So I have never had a situation where it applied. I didn't just want to have somebody on there and have somebody on there. Mm-hmm. But when I thought about the alley, I knew. I was like, I got to get Miss Whitewall up on here. I got to <laughs> get her. Whitewall. And I'm honored to have you be the first. You. I'm honored to be here. On the Dope Academy like, podcast. This is so important. Yes, Thank it you. is. Yes, it is. So stay tuned. Um, next week, I'm going to be covering hot topics, all the stuff that's been going on. I'm going to be talking about it, giving my opinion on it, you know, talking shit. And then... <laughs> um, I got some more musical artists. I think the week after that, I have Hassan the Don coming on. Um, I have a couple of different uh, music artists coming on. And then I have an episode about poly relationships coming up. And then part three in the race series, which I'm not sure yet, but I think I'm going to talk about colorism in the black community, in the Latino community. I think that's what I'm going to really focus on. That's <laughs> Why do you just sound like Cookie Monster? Because that's exciting. I'm about to be on Facebook about Yes, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. That's exciting. It, it's, it is a huge problem in the black and brown community. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know where it stems from, but most people don't. And they don't even realize they, they are perpetuating it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about it and try to work that out. Um, and make it easier for some of the young girls and boys out there coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, La. Thank you, Caroline. And thank you, Kaylee. Um, if you guys want to get involved, please check out Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative. Fredericksburg Free, which is on her yes. shirt. Brick underscore brick. Brick underscore, brick. underscore brick. brick. Yes. Brick underscore brick underscore yes. Brick. That's Eddie's on Instagram. Line, please. Yes. On Instagram, it is brick underscore brick, brick underscore, underscore brick. brick. Look, masks. Masks and masks shirts. Too. Yes. But um, we um, are still very active. There's very there's a lot of things still going on in Fredericksburg and also in your communities. You know, it doesn't take much to get involved. Mm-hmm. It's there, and if it's not there, make it. Yeah, it's serious. just it's that serious. That that's serious. That's simple. <laughs> I don't know why I'm tongue tied tonight, but I am, and I promise you, I'm not drunk. I don't know why my <laughs> words. You know what I think it is? Cause I left my drink in the car, and my mouth is yeah. dry. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> Whatever, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. I got you. Yeah. 
thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will see you guys next week peace say bye guys bye, bye. <laughs> me looks like you <laughs>